And welcome back to Joe Jabbo Jordan Stadium here on the campus of Southern Union as we uh, begin game two of our doubleheader. And their leadoff batter uh, got an infield hit then. And that is uh, Kirk. And that will bring up uh, the shortstop, Stemple. And I'm going to get caught up here. We're rushing with the uh, lineups. And uh, joining us here in a few minutes will be uh, Coach Allie Silva from uh, the Lady Bison softball team. Strike one to Stemple as he steps in. And it's 0-2 now to uh, Stemples. He takes that one on the outside part of the plate. On the mound for the Bison here in game two is Chase Rains. And that one taken for a ball. Count is one and two. Uh, the outfield the same as the uh, starters in uh, game one, Jen Wright, Gossett, and Brandt. And that's from uh, left to right. That one fouled off at the plate. Uh, Adams back in there at uh, third base. Uh, Clayton Phillips playing here at shortstop in game two. Drew Martin at second base. Casey Baines over at first base. Uh, Dalton Prince still behind the plate. And uh, Chase Reigns on the mound, as I mentioned. And a one-two count to Stemple with... Runner over at first base. One hopper out to the second baseman and the scoop and the throw, and he's safe over at first, but it'll go down as a fielder's choice to retire Kirk over at second base, and that'll bring up by the Love. And I think Love is the uh, – is he the designated hitter and pitcher? No. Okay, all right. So Love is playing where? Okay, they got him as the uh, pitcher in the DH, and uh, he promptly delivers a single to right field, and that'll move Stemple over to second base. So runners at first and second with one out here in the top half of inning number one. Coming up will be uh, the first baseman, Holland. And Coach, I'm going to get you on here in, in, in just a minute. And we'll talk about a little bit about uh, Lady Bison softball. And that pitch is taken low inside to Holland for a ball. Fly out into right field. Brant with the catch, up with the throw, and over to uh, third baseman Adams as he uh, catches it. And that'll hold the runners at uh, first and second. And that'll be out number two. And uh, Dozier steps in. This will be Colt Dozier. Dozier started game one as the pitcher. He's playing out uh, over at third base here in game two. And he takes the first pitch for a ball. Man, a swing and a miss. Evens count at one and one. Popped over the right side. That was going to get out of play. I struggle when they don't 
get the lineups in between games. Having to play catch up. One and two on Dozier. And you can hear the home plate umpire telling uh, that he was hit by Dozier, was hit by the pitch, and the uh, pitch was on the inside corner of the plate. The batter actually moved into the strike zone, and he is called out. uh, And I'm watching while I talk. I'm watching with the uh, third-base coach uh, having a conversation with the home plate umpire. But I can tell you that's going to uh, no avail. That'll go down as a uh, strikeout in the uh, scorebook. Uh, Nothing doing. They uh, pick up a couple of hits, but uh, no runs in the top of the first. We're going to be back with uh, the bottom half of inning number one, and Coach uh, Ali Silva going to join us, and we'll talk a little little bit about the uh, Lady Bison as we continue with iSchool Sports Baseball from Joe Jabbo Jordan Stadium on the campus of Southern Union. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Back here for the bottom half of uh, inning number one. No score. Uh, Southern Union coming to bat. We'll have uh, Brant, Jenright, and uh, Adams. Who was it? Phillips. <laughs> See, I get way ahead of myself. I'm, I'm not. I'm not thinking. Coach Ali Silva with us, and uh, you. You are live, Coach. Uh, got a game, a uh, doubleheader coming up uh, this Saturday here uh, right across the way against uh, Marion Military, the uh, Tigers. And uh, you, uh, I believe you're, when I last looked, I believe you're 500 in the conference. Is that correct? Five yes, and five sir. or six and six, somewhere in there? Yes, sir. We're uh, actually seven and seven now. Seven and seven. Yes, sir. Fighting for that playoff position or able to go to, to, go to postseason. Uh, is it the top five from it? From the it's the, the top six. Top six. And, okay. Um, until today, we were actually tied with Marion, but they they got in their first game today, so they're seven and six. Their second game got rained out, so you know they're one ahead of us technically. But Saturday will be a big day. Of course, we're going to have that for you. The game times. Uh, now I got two and four. Is yes, that going to be correct? Yes, okay. Sir. All right. I wanted to. I wanted to make sure. I'm going to. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the players you got, though. Let you talk a little bit about them and give them some uh, due credit. One and one is the count on Ethan Brandt. And I'm trying to remember who the pitcher was for them. And the pitcher is going to be Andrew Love, number eight or eighteen. And the count goes to two and one. And the two one on the outside corner for strike two. Evens the count on Ethan Brandt. Coach, how many years does this make for you here as head coach now? You in your fourth or is it your third? I think this is my fifth year. Fifth year? Yes, sir. Look at you. <laughs> having to think about it. For yeah, having, lose count. Having, yeah, you've been, you've been here quite a while. Full count now to uh, leadoff batter Ethan Brandt. 
And he goes down on strikes as he swings and misses, and that will bring up a Reed Jenright. Uh, Coach, I've been impressed, so I've, I've had an opportunity to call many games for you this season. And uh, you're, you're middle, one of your middle infielders, and I talked to you a little bit about it, uh, Ansley Ogletree, your shortstop. Uh, she's a, a, one of the tremendous players. Of course, your first baseman, Hannah Sanders, uh, and, and many others. But uh, you've really developed your, your baseball or your softball team through, through the past couple of years. And I, I want you to touch on just a couple of players. That, that really stand out to you that, uh, that have made uh, marked improvement? Yeah. Um, well, as you mentioned, Ansley Ogletree, she's one of our uh, best hitters this year. She's been really consistent for us at the plate. Um, and she's very solid. She's got a great arm. Um, and as you mentioned, Hannah Sanders, our first baseman, she's done a really good job. Uh, at first base. Um, I think probably one of our most improved would be uh, Catherine. She, she, last year, she didn't get a chance to play a lot, but this year she really has stepped up and, you know, made a – she's got a big role on our team this year and has – her bat has been, you know, really hot lately. And we've, we've enjoyed watching her – kind of grow as a player and she plays third base and, yes, and played played very well defensively too oh, yeah. uh for you uh over at uh, second base you got uh, lydia marshall and kelsey jay kind of splitting some time there yes sir uh your your middle infield is pretty strong oh yeah um yeah kelsey jay she was hurt the first part of the season but she's really come back and kind of getting confident and comfortable and we like her a lot, and Lydia, as you mentioned, has really been a solid player for us at second base. Um, so they're they're splitting time now, kind of trying to give them both an opportunity and give them an opportunity to get hot with their bat. A couple of lo- local products that you got from from Roanoke and and Wadley that we'll we'll talk about the. Uh, Two one pitch to uh, Tate Adams taken in there for a strike, even to count. Uh, Wright flew out to uh, center field, and Tate Adams is up uh, at the plate now for the Bison. But you got uh, local product Tori Brown and Haley Stokely, and I believe Haley had been injured a little bit, and yes, uh, she got finally got to come back uh, this past week, and uh, she contributed uh, against Wallace Hansville. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're excited to have her back, um, and you know, be able to kind of use both our catchers and neither of them have to get tired or, you know, whatever. Um, And, yeah, Stokely came back kind of with a vengeance with her bat. I guess she was excited to get back too. But, um, yeah, we're glad to be able to have two so we don't have to wear one down, you know, too quickly. And Tori Brown, freshman from right here in Wadley, uh, seen some, some significant playing time uh, as a young pitcher, and uh, she gets frustrated. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to call it like it is. She gets frustrated <laughs> and everything, but she smiles all the time. And of course, oh, yeah. her nickname is is Smiley. But uh, you you put her in in some pressure situations this year. Yeah, you know, you hate to do that to them, especially as a freshman. But she's really developed and. We just love her to death. She, she is always smiling when, you know, when she's not smiling that something's going wrong. That's when we start to worry. But yeah, she's she's getting her confidence back, and we're excited about that. Excited to be able to use her a little more um, because she is a phenomenal pitcher. She's just been put in a lot of tough situations, and you know, we've played a lot of really really good teams early this year. Um, uh, we played the D3 national champions from last year, the D2 national champions from last year, and the Division One national champions from last year. So, you know, you expect to kind of learn where you stand when you play teams like that. But, you know, you you also develop a lot as a team. So, um I've yeah. always heard coaches say that, you know, it's always good to open the season with some tough competition, uh, and it uh, hopefully some of that rubs off on, on you. They see the other players, your players, get to see what they do and kind of how they do it, and uh, it's always uh, a positive. 
Oh, Lee? yeah. you you got to play the best if you want to be the best. And I'm a firm believer in that. And, you know, we, we kind of – we hung with uh, several of them. And I think that says a lot about our team because we, we do have a young team this year. But um, to be able to hang with teams like that that are mostly sophomores, it kind of makes you really hopeful for the future but excited about the team you have this year. So we, we've enjoyed that. When you speak of uh, youth, I count sixteen freshmen, and that's and I'm I'm sitting there looking at that, and that and that's astounding. That leaves you with about seven seven sophomores. So yes, uh, you're you're definitely building for the future. Um, <clears throat> one player that I definitely want to ask you about: uh, Savannah Sands got hit with a line drive the other day. Can you get, kind of give us an update on her? Yes, sir. Um, she she did break her hand. She got hit really hard uh, with that one, and you know that that hurts because she was one of our um, starters. But you know, since then we've our our pitching staff has really stepped up and kind of I guess we kind of as a team have stepped up because you know we consider ourselves a family. And one thing we told them when that happened was you don't mess with our family. So. You know, you kind of got to make up for what you lose there. And I think I think we've done that. Um, we went over to CAC after that, and uh, we lost the first game, but we came back and beat them six to nothing the second game. And, you know, like I said, it hurts, and it hurts your feelings. But at the same time, you, you know, you kind of got to stick up for her because, you know, she wants to be out there. And that was kind of the message we sent to the team after that. Well, that get, that was uh, when she got hurt. That was against Wallace, wasn't it? Yes, sir. And and she that was the second game of the double, I believe it was the second game of the doubleheader, and and it was in the third inning, and uh, she was pitching a, a a no hitter at that particular <laughs> point of the game, and yeah. that she got caught in a defenseless position, a line drive hit right back up the middle, tried her best to get a glove on it, but when she turned, and of course it did break her hand as uh, Coach Silva has told us. But, uh, and, and you also talk you talk about uh, Haley Horton and Martina Malik uh, stepping up uh, pitching. And uh, I, I know Macy had come in. Macy Akins came in, too, in that game yes, as sir. well. Um, and Tori. Yeah, we've, we've uh, when we went over to CAC, uh, we had Martina start the first game as she normally does. And then Tori came in and through very well she only gave up three hits against CAC and then um the second game Haley Horton pitched and she was pretty much lights out she threw a shutout against them so and they're the number one team in our conference so you know that kind of sent a message to I guess our players you know they realize that they can hang with anybody which we've been telling them that all year but you know they're kind of hard-headed sometimes you talk about hard-headed. I was I was fixing to lead into the resiliency part because in, in a lot of the games that I've called, you've gotten down. You've They've scored some runs on you in the top yeah. of the first inning uh, or it's been scoreless for a couple of innings and then all of a sudden the bats get hot. What what do you attribute to that? Um, well, you know, the first time through the lineup, you know, you're kind of learning the pitcher that's thrown against you, kind of trying to – you know, get your timing down and everything, and you you, you want to jump on teams early. But, um, you know, we have a lot of fight, and, you know, we're a young team, like I said, but that they have a lot of fight, and that that's one thing that I've really enjoyed. You know, it might give you a heart attack sometimes when you get down like that, but they do have a, a lot of fight. <laughs> I, I got to laugh at that. I <laughs> Calhoun has scored a run here on a uh, sacrifice fly here in the top of inning number two. Got a runner down at uh, third base in Jacob Foster. Back at the top of the order in Bryson Kirk. Two outs here in the top of the second. And Kirk in the hole one and two. And it's now even at two and two. So Saturday afternoon, a big game here. Uh, hopefully, the weather's going to cooperate. I'm, I'm, I notice tomorrow's about a seventy percent chance. Looks like about a thirty percent chance of rain. But uh, you play Marion Military, and uh, if I if I'm not mistaken, when I looked at the uh, conference website, uh, they are below you 
in the standings. Is that correct? Well, we were actually tied. Uh, okay. Set, I, we were seven and seven, and they were six and six because we played our games um, against Calhoun. But uh, then today they only got one game in with Wallace Hansful, and they won that one. So technically they're ahead of they're us, but they still have three games yeah. um, to play with Wallace. And duh, I remember you talking about that now <laughs> as we as we came on. Uh, but that is definitely a big, big doubleheader. And, of course, you only got – and it escapes me now – a base hit and an RBI for Kirk. But you are winding down to crunch time now. You only, oh, yeah. you only got uh, through uh, – through, I believe the last game is about the 18th. Oh, that sounds right. Uh, hold on. Actually, the 23rd. Yeah. The 23rd yeah. against Calhoun. So you got six games, six dates left. All right. So you are winding down. Two to nothing is our score here in the top of the second. Calhoun leads. And a fly ball out to right field. And right fielder Brandt is underneath it to retire the side. Visiting with Coach Ali Silva from the Lady Bison softball team. Uh, one of the other one of the other players I wanted to mention too uh, before we get out of here, you talked about your catchers and being able to play uh, too. Izzy Roar, uh, Izzy, a freshman out of Villa Rica, and uh, she she does a tremendous job behind the plate, and and her stick is not too bad. Yeah, yeah, she's she's been really really clutch for us back there. Um, you know, when Stokely went out, she kind of had to. Um, step up and play a role for us and um caitlin jay also stepped up and uh did a really good job back there um you know it it was exciting to see because you know all three of our catchers are freshmen and sometimes you kind of worry about that when you're going into big games that you know mean a lot but they've really been uh phenomenal for us well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck. I'm going to let you get out of here, and I'm going to see if I can get caught up and, uh, and uh, get the Bison here another win in game two. We appreciate you uh, visiting with us. Head Coach Ali Silva from the Lady Bison softball team. They play a doubleheader Saturday at 2 and 4 o'clock here on the campus of Southern Union. And, Coach, we'll talk to you later. Thank you yes, for joining sir. us. Thank you for having me. Moving on to the bottom half of inning number two, th- uh, four, five, and six for Southern Union as uh, Will Patota, Casey Baines, and Dalton Prince step in. Bison trail by a score of uh, two to nothing. And a change up to Patota. He takes it for a ball off the plate. And pitching him outside once again, 2-0. and oh. Coach Jordan out for a visit with the home plate umpire. And it was very brief. And Patota takes that one on the outside corner for a strike. And the 2-1 delivering that one's rip foul down the first baseline. And it evens count on Will Patota at two balls and two strikes. Bison picked up a win, 11-9 in game one. They trail 2 to nothing here in the bottom of the second inning in game two. And Patota takes that one for ball three. The count is full.
Yeah, that is ball four. So Patota draws a leadoff walk here in the bottom of the second. And Casey Bain steps in. And a late strike call from the whole plate umpire for strike one on Casey Baines. Throw over to first. He's back in there safely is Will Patota. And that's fouled out of play down the left side. So Casey Baines in the hole one and or zero oh and two. Throw over to first, but time had been called. And Andrew Love's pitch to Baines is low. And the one-two pitch fouled away by Casey Baines. Holds the count at one and two. Another throw over to first. Patota back easily. And the one-two to Casey Baines. Called a strike on the outside corner. Four out number one. And catcher Dalton Prince now steps in. Again, another throw over to first. And that one fouled out of play. Again, a throw to first. Patota back in there. Pitcher Andrew Love uh, definitely worried about Patota swiping a base. Change up that one's hit past the second baseman. Out into right field. Patota going to go all the way around to third base as he got a great jump on that hit. Dalton Prince with a one-out single. Runners at the corners now for the Bison. Patota at third, Prince over at first base. Center fielder Joseph Gossett at the plate.
First pitch to Gossett misses for a ball. And a swing and a miss. Evens count at one and one to the center fielder. And now he checks the runner Prince over at first. He's back in there easily. Bottom half of inning number two. Yes. One ball, one strike, one out. Runners at first and third for the Bison as they trail here in the bottom of the second. Two to nothing. And a fly ball down the right field line. Caught by the right fielder. Tagging at third is Patota. And he scores the first run here for the Bison in game number two. Prince will hold at first base. Gossett gets the RBI sack fly, and the second baseman, Drew Martin, steps in. And he fouls the first pitch off as Prince was breaking from first base. And Drew Martin takes that one low in the dirt for ball. One to even the count at one and one. Two outs, one runner across for Southern Union, and a runner down at first in Dalton Prince. And popped up on the infield out into shallow left field. Shortstop back there, and uh, Andrew Stemple, and he calls for it and pulls it in for the third out of the inning, but Southern Union uh, cut the lead to two to one, picking up uh, one run here in the uh, bottom half of inning number two. We'll continue with uh, Southern Union Bison Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network right after this. The sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Move on to inning number three for Calhoun. They lead uh, Southern Union by a score of two to one as a little light rain has begun to fall here in uh, Wadley. Should be the three, four, and five hitters for Calhoun. The Warhawks uh, should be Andrew Love, Skyner Holland, and Colt Dozier. And on the first pitch, Love singles to right center field. That'll bring up first baseman Skyler Holland. Now batting first baseman number 32, Holland. Ball 
And he fouls the first pitch to the backstop. He's in the hole 0 and 1. One pitch, that one's hit foul down the right side. Holland behind in the count. One ball and two strikes. Hammered to center field, but a great jump on it was Gossett. He runs it down into left center field. That'll be the first out here in the third. Third baseman Colt Dozier steps in, struck out back in inning number one. And the first pitch from Reigns to him, he takes that one. Bottom of the strike zone for strike one. And Reigns uh, with the heat there, but that one must have missed a little bit low and outside. Evens account at one and one. That one's hit foul and out of play. Dozier in the hole one and two. Count still one and two. Reigns with the delivery, and that one's hit foul toward the third or toward the uh, Southern Union bullpen down the right side and out of play. Love over at first. He singled to lead off the inning. Dozier, the third baseman, at the plate. Chase Reigns with the delivery, and that one's a little bit outside. Tried to get him to chase one high and away. Dozier wouldn't have anything to do with it. Evens count at two balls and two strikes. Second game of our doubleheader here this afternoon in the top of the third. Bison trail by one, two to one. Dozier staying alive as he's battling at the plate and fouls that one off the right side as well. And Dozier was hit by that pitch, and I believe that's the second time he's been hit here this afternoon. Actually, that's the third time he's been hit here today. The last one, he was in the strike zone for a call strike, and he was called out on the play. But this time, he'll reach first base as Woods fouls the first pitch off. So Dozier down at first, and over at second will be Andrew Love. As the second baseman, Ladarius Wood steps in, and he's uh, one for one here in game two. That one hit right back up the middle, right where it came from. Round third is the runner. The throw is going to third, but it's going to be wide of the mark. Tate Adams caught it, but uh, nonetheless, uh, Woods is going to pick up uh, one RBI as Andrew Love scored from second base. Right fielder Jacob Foster steps in. 
Dozier moved around to third, and Woods over at uh, first base with that RBI single, and that has popped up very, very high out into shallow left field shortstop, and the shortstop Clayton Phillips calls for it and hauls it in for the second out. As Calhoun bats here in the top of the third, they picked up one run. They've extended their lead to 3-1 to one over the Southern Union Bison. And it popped up on, well, that was going to be back in foul territory. Kate, Kate Dalton Prince, the catcher, back here to get it for out number three. But uh, Calhoun picked up uh, one run here in the inning uh, to extend their lead to 3-1 to one over Southern Union as we continue with Southern Union Bison baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. We move to the bottom half of inning number three. And Calhoun leads our Southern Union Bison by a score of 3-1. to one. What if we told you that in two years or even less, you can be working in one of eight high-demand technical fields, making great wages, buying new wheels, finding a home, vacationing, and providing a great future for your family? Now, what if we told you that you can get this training right here at Southern Union in day or evening classes? Call 334-745-6437, extension 5316, to find out more. Classes start soon, so call today. Career training pays off fast. Andrew Love completes his warm-up tosses as we move to the bottom half of inning number three. A little groundskeeping uh, going on out on the mound. As uh, we told you, uh, raining. It's, it's not raining very hard, but it is raining very, very steadily here. And that weather moved in uh, very, very quickly. A little bit of heavier rain back off to our west, but uh, we may get this one uh into an official capacity here before long. Bison trail by a score of uh, three to one as we move to the bottom half of inning number three. Be the bottom of the order, Clayton Phillips back to the top, Ethan Brant and Reed Jenright up due up for the Bison. And around the field for Calhoun will be uh, Landers in left, Kirk in center, Foster in right. Dozier over at third, Stemple at short, Woods at second, and Holland at first base. Childers behind the plate, Andrew Love on the mound. And the right-hander, Phillips, steps in there, takes the first pitch on the corner for strike one. And that one outside. Evens account at one and one. And uh, one thing about uh, the pitcher, Andrew Love, he is not taking any time in between pitches. That one's hit down the right field side. Going to get past the right fielder off the wall. And Phillips stumbled around first base, but he is actually going to get in there. He might have had three had he been able to uh, keep his footing around the bag at first base, but uh, he fell flat on his face. Ethan Brandt steps in now. Struck out back in inning number one. Did he just slide on the bag when he crossed it? <laughs> on the grass? Okay. He, as he was making his turn around first, he was making that wide turn, uh, getting in position to uh, scramble for that double. Lost his footing on the grass. 
and fell, but was able to recover and get over to second base with a leadoff double here in the bottom of the third. Brand, as I said, the right fielder, 0 for 1, struck out in inning number one. Squares to butt and pulls back, takes it high and outside for ball one. Jen Wright in the on-deck circle for the Bison. And he'll be followed by Tate Adams. Yeah, raining at a pretty good clip. Squares to bunt. He fouls that one off the catcher. Evens account at one ball and one strike. And I got that feeling as the rain is uh, coming down pretty pretty steady right now. Uh, one that slips out of the pitcher's hand or somebody else that uh, falls around any bag, they'll probably stop this one. He squares to bunt, but that one was pitched high. It's a ball. But as you can hear our crowd, Mike, and uh, the uh, stands, the middle stand above us, the overhang, you can hear the rain hitting on it pretty good. And that one he fouled off at the plate. Do a job. Two balls and two strikes. And the 2-2 pitch, that one misses outside for ball three. And Brant's worked it to a full count. Hey, good job, right? Seven, let's go, kid. And the payoff pitch outside, ball four. Let's go, Reed. Here we go, Pete. And the left fielder, Reed Jenright, number 29, steps in. Time was called by the uh, field umpire. Wanting the uh, tool to come out uh, so that uh, the pitcher was able to uh, clean his spikes off. And Coach Jordan going to bring uh, a little drying agent out to uh, the mound. As this is a conference game, they'll try to get this one in in any way they can. <laughs> so as a bison bat here in the bottom half of the third. First two runners have reached and generate at the plate. He squares the bunt, pulls it back, but the home plate umpire says that's a strike on the inside corner to the lefty. Tate Adams in the on-deck circle, the third baseman. And he'll be followed by Will Patota. And that one was a little bit low. Evens count at one and one to Generite. And that one bounces off the plate. Generite ahead two and one now. 
charging on the corners as Jen Wright was, uh, had been squaring to bunt. Fly ball out into left center field. Left our center fielder calls for it is Kirk. He catches it, but tagging up at both first and second. And both runners add advancing Brant over to uh, second base and Phillips to third. On the sack by Jenright. That'll bring up third baseman Tate Adams, number 33. Tate struck out looking back in the first inning. Bison Trail 3 to 1 here. And a swing and a miss, and Adam swinging for the fence on that one. Pitch a little bit inside on him. Couldn't quite get the head of the bat around on it. So he's in the hole 0 and 1. And that hammered foul down the right side. A little late on that one. And an 0 2 count now on Adams. Change up that one hung upstairs. Makes the count one and two on the third baseman. And he checked his swing on the inside pitch. Gonna make it two and two now to Tate Adams. Patota on deck. These two guys could get on. First baseman Casey Baines would get a chance to bat here in the inning. And Coach Jordan calling time. Doing a little grounds work, maintenance. This time at home plate. Two balls, two strikes on Adams, one out in the inning. Runners at second and third in scoring position for the Bison as they trail 3-1 to one here in the bottom half of the third. Love the pitcher shaking off a couple from his uh, catcher, Childers, and now delivers, and that one is a slap foul by Adams, and uh, that pitch was too close to take, did a great job of just slapping it down the first base side. Count still two and two on Adams. Love out of the stretch, and that one in the dirt for ball three. Adams has worked it to a full count. And the payoff pitch to him, and that one is popped down the right side. And in fair territory caught by the first baseman, Holland, for the second out. And that'll bring uh, Patota to the plate. And he would be the go-ahead run. They've walked him intentionally once this afternoon, and that's what I was about to say. I didn't think they were going to pitch to Will Patota, and they're not. They're going to intentionally walk him down to first base to load the bases for Casey Baines. 
Bain struck out in the second. First base, number 15, Casey Baines. And a little dribbler out uh, between first and second. And uh, the first baseman up with it and over to Love covering at first base is going to retire the side. So uh, Southern Union is going to trail here moving to the top of the fourth. They still trail by a score of 3-1 uh, to one against Calhoun. We'll continue with more Bison Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network after this. And back here at uh, Joe Jabbo Jordan Stadium on the campus of Southern Union Community College here in uh, Wadley, Alabama. We were getting ready to move to the top half of inning number four with Calhoun coming up. Uh, however, the uh, home plate umpire and field umpire coaches have agreed that uh, raining a little bit too much uh, right now. So they're going to send this one to a rain delay uh, in the uh, before we move to the fourth inning as the Bison trail by a score of 3-1. Uh, to one. Southern Union won game one here this afternoon by a score of 11-9, to nine, but trail here 3-1 to one as we move into the top half of the fourth inning. Calhoun got uh, seven hits, three runs, seven hits, no errors. They've left five on base so far here in game two. Southern Union with uh, one run and uh, one run on uh, two hits. Uh, they've committed no errors and left four men on base uh, here in game two. But uh, they're rolling out the uh, tarp, and we'll just have to wait and see how long uh, the uh, umpires want to uh, suspend this game or if they're actually going to call it. Uh, looking uh, back at the uh, radar, looks like there is a, a little bit of break here from the, from the rain uh, coming in. It's going that way. It's going away for and and the umpires have made their way up here into the press box, and uh, they're going to wait this one out. Uh, this is a conference game, so they're going to try to get this one in. How many innings does it have to go to be official? It's got to go five. Got to go five innings to make it official. But uh, uh, they're going to suspend play here in the top of the fourth. Bison Trail three to one to Calhoun, and uh, as they uh, do that, we're going to uh, step aside. And uh, we'll continue with more Southern Union baseball coming up here in just a moment. And, folks, uh, they're going to suspend play here once again as we move to the top of the fourth. There is a little bit of break uh, coming back uh, from uh, the west, uh, maybe here in the next uh, 15 or 20 minutes. They've got the tarp completely out on the field. Bison Trail Calhoun by a score of 3-1, to one, getting ready for the top half of inning number four. This is what we're going to do. We're going to send you back to uh, IROC and Boogie. Check back with uh, our website. We'll post uh, – uh, when and if they're going to be able to uh, continue this game uh, on the iSchool Sports Network. 3-1 to one as we move to a rain delay on Bison Baseball. 